Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Bonds, the fortnightly podcast from Iron Bonds. And in today's podcast, we have a return guest, Mr. Chirag Doshi, who is the CIO of Fixed Income for LGT Wealth. And uh, uh, in the last conversation we had with Chirag in this podcast, he gave us a very strong insights into how the investors are behaving in terms of their uh, investments in fixed income. And uh, those invite insights he is, Chirag is going to bring to you in a, uh, in something that uh, is very appealing to uh, investors and uh, uh, others alike, largely because of the fact that um, we are in a situation where there are many uh, issues that are going through in the market, positives and negatives. And uh, with this, uh, we believe that uh, this particular um, uh, uh, security, which is government bonds, are looking more and more attractive. Uh, welcome, Chirak. And um, thank you for coming in to the show. Hi, hi, Arjun. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. And it's always a pleasure to interact with you and have uh, insights shared as well as learn from you. Thanks, Chirak. And um, just to give you a brief on uh, uh, government bonds, uh, investors have normally been in the last three, four, since COVID, government bond deals have been very volatile because after COVID, every, all central banks cut rates and yields went down to very low levels. And suddenly, when economy started to look up and uh, with central banks pumping in money, inflation started to rise. And central banks also changed their course and started to hike rates and GSEC yields have climbed up. Investors in the last three years have been very happy to invest in high-yielding corporate bonds. And uh, given that, uh, we have we have come at a situation spreads uh, in a in a environment where the spreads have come down between corporate bonds and government bonds. And uh, also the fact that a lot of other headwinds are happening. I will let Chirag to take you through these uh, headwinds and uh, also the positives and uh, get us insights into this. Sure. <clears throat> sure. Thanks, Arjun. Uh, as you rightly mentioned, that the journey for the government bonds um, has been pretty much volatile in the past few years. Uh, in fact, it was not the same when the global financial crisis started. Uh, and since then, you know, the only... Uh, habit that investors uh, globally <clears throat> or across the world has uh, was to see rates only going lower and central banks only cutting and pumping huge amount of liquidity uh, and that continued till COVID uh, but post that uh, since a large amount of liquidity was floating around in the global markets and the central banks balance sheets fall uh, <clears throat> inflation uh, became an inherent problem right and um, still it is, it has not come down to levels where central banks want them to be. And hence, in the past two years, we saw that the central banks hiked rate aggressively, uh, though it was more pronounced in the uh, developed world, uh, where we saw the US uh, Federal Reserve hike rates by around 500, 150 basis points and also suck out liquidity via <coughs> the uh, quantitative tightening uh, that they are pursuing. And also in India, uh, we saw that the RBI hike rates uh, uh, and also uh, 
absorbing liquidity from the system so that the uh, rates uh, remain at the uh, policy signaling rate that is the repo rate and uh, uh, there is transmission of the of the rates that rbi wants where it wants it to keep in the overall economy uh, <clears throat> and inflation of course uh, has come under control now and hence it uh, the view now uh, is that uh, because of the growth suffering uh, we have seen that the global markets or the global world has not yet been um, uh, of course the growth is there but it is not as what the central banks want them to be or government wants them to be for further job creation but inflation uh, though it has settled down from uh, multi decade high levels it is still a little bit higher but having said that uh, the yield curves uh, are inverted where we are seeing that the two year three year bonds are higher than where the 10 year or the 30 year bonds are being traded which is a clear clear uh, recession signal um, and and generally what we have seen is that whenever the yield curve inverts uh, these the central banks uh, in the next two or three quarters they also follow up with cutting rates and that's what we are expecting that in the second <clears throat> uh, half of this year or maybe by april june the federal reserve will start cutting rates and hence rbi will also follow suit and hence there is uh, uh, a lot of uh, capital gains uh, that uh, are uh, going to be made in this year by investing into uh, uh, sovereign government bonds as well as um, you know the interest rate uh, uh, instruments um, so <clears throat> hence uh, it it's important to allocate portfolios uh, uh, or invest money incrementally into duration increase the duration of the portfolio and the best way to do it is through government bonds uh, in my view okay um yeah inflation the core inflation in india came in at uh, 3.89% for december and this has been the lowest in a while and uh, this is a very uh, clear signal that for the rbi that uh, their policies have been working and um, they can afford to be a little more lenient in the next few months on rates itself uh having said that on that uh, on the capital gains fronts basically for investors and uh, who, who want to understand how this markets work when government bond uh, in, uh, yields go down that is when interest rates go down prices of government bonds go up so in when investors make money from uh, buying at lower price and selling at higher price that's as in capital gains and uh, there is an added benefit it for um, bonds after one year if they make capital gains they pay only 10% uh, tax as it is a uh, uh, long term capital gains tax which is uh, what it is for government bonds um given this now lgt and Ch chirag has actually um, uh, looking to uh, looking to create a uh, small case for gsex chirag could you take us through this small case yes so uh, basically a small case is nothing but a, a diversified portfolio uh, of government bonds so uh, it's not holding one bond but at least three bonds um, uh, uh, which is uh, all our government bonds and having uh, different duration uh, or different uh, maturity uh, that are there uh, and this can be uh, basically bought at one go uh, 
uh, where you have diversified portfolio, say maybe 30, 35% uh, into each. And uh, uh, the the benchmark, generally the benchmark securities uh, would be selected here. And uh, uh, when you invest, uh, you, you basically uh, invest into three securities, which are coupon generating or interest generating. And whenever the yields uh, go down, we will see that the price in all these securities move up and hence uh, as Arjun explained, the capital gains uh, can be can be made out of these bonds. Um, and likewise, whenever the view changes, uh, all the three um, um, securities or the entire case, the small case, uh, can be sold in the market uh, and uh, the the consideration received. Uh, Chirag, uh, the, uh, investors can, uh, do they need to open a new account in uh, um, anywhere or can they just if they have a dmat they can they can just invest uh, all they need to do is uh, go through a platform and then invest right yeah so i think that's a very important uh, point arjun i think uh, you don't need to do anything if you have an account um, a wealth account and an, a dmat account in place uh, which is active uh, you don't need to do anything else uh, you just uh, need to uh, buy these bonds uh, from uh, INR bond platform, uh, they will be credited in your account once the settlement is done. Uh, once, of course, the money is remitted uh, for settlement and uh, uh, the bonds uh, uh, are then credited to your DMAT account, uh, post which uh, the coupons or the interest also interest uh, uh, also starts flowing into the bank account uh, in which the DMAT account has been mapped to. Right. And um, I, uh, all transactions for the uh, GSEX in demand go through the um, uh, stock exchanges through the uh, through the platform of theirs RFQ. So there is no settlement um, risk or counterparty risk in all this, and investors get the best benefit of easiest of transactions. Uh, Chira, can you just confirm that if they invest in a portfolio, they don't have any expense ratios, they don't have any other costs, right? Right. Yeah. There is no cost uh, associated to it. Uh, there are no expenses. Unlike a mutual fund where you invest into a mutual fund portfolio of similar bonds, uh, there is uh, an, uh, there is an uh, expense that you basically uh, is adjusted in the NAV. Uh, uh, over here, uh, the bonds are selected and curated uh, uh, for the interest rate movements that uh, the portfolio is positioned to uh, benefit from and uh, with zero expense. Right. And the portfolio doesn't change, right? Without their yeah. consent. Yes. Yes, that's absolutely okay. right. Sure. And um, also interest on government bonds has no TDS to that, right? Chira? Correct. Correct. Yes. So uh, according to the finance bill, uh, the interest on government bonds would not be subject to TDS. Uh, it is uh, at the investor's hand, and of course, up to a certain amount, there is they are also not taxable. So, but of course, it it, it doesn't matter. But over here, the ease of or the operational aspects are not there. Where you know, in a corporate bond or any other listed instrument, um, there is also uh, an aspect of TDS uh, which the investor has to you know deal with. And government bonds um, if, uh, is, is the most liquid of all securities in the country. Uh, any uh, you can sell a government bond uh, on a T plus one basis at any point of time whenever you require cash 
also it is the most uh, uh, if you want to take a loan against your government bonds anybody any bank will give you a loan against the government bond holding and those of you who actually trade in equities uh, for uh, using margins gsex as a government bonds are a very good collateral for margins as well so a lot of benefits of owning government bonds apart from the fact that it carries no credit risk and uh, no liquidity risk the only thing that it carries is interest rate risk uh, chira coming back to gy gsex now uh, are you do you agree that india is in a good sweet spot at this point of time yes absolutely i think uh, uh, with the growth uh, what rbi is currently projecting at 7% and inflation closer to their target rate i think uh, it's uh, it's something uh, which any central bank dreams of and currently that's what happening in india and with also <clears throat> the the forex reserves that we have are quite comfortable so uh, from the external sector side also we are not that vulnerable as we were uh, uh, 10 years back so i think it's it's india is in a uh, in a cusp of you know um, the both the equity markets and uh, fixed income markets are at a cusp of you know uh, gaining uh, uh, or making capital gains and i think at this point in time interest rates uh, uh, the the risk reward offered by interest rate uh, instruments are, is is higher than what you would see in any other asset class sure and uh, with good strong tax collections the government is confident of reducing fiscal deficit isn't it yes the uh, the expectations this year is that uh, the the fiscal number will be better than what it was last year and of course um, the gross borrowings even if they remain the same uh, with the supply demand dynamics changing with the uh, the jp morgan bond inclusion which will basically mean that there will be flows uh, from the foreign entities into india who whoever is tracking that index uh, which could be to the tune of 25 to 30 billion dollars uh, which means that there is going to be more demand for government bonds uh, than supply also uh, rbi uh, may not be doing omo sales because liquidity is currently tight they may not require to do it uh, uh, and hence uh, the supply demand will always remain in the favor of uh, you know uh supply where there will be lower supply than what uh, currently the demand is uh, estimated at which is actually very um, good for country because over the years we have seen that there's it's a very steady balance between supply and demand and many times rbi has actually come in and uh, um, uh, create the shortfall in demand and then by buying bonds onto their own books which they are not doing now right so the prices uh, as such are market determined not artificially de- determined by rbi which I, is a very positive sign and investors are getting the right uh, uh, level uh, of government bonds uh, because of the uh, fact that the demand supply is the prices are determined by the demand supply in the market and not by a single force that is actually uh, swaying the demand supply um the other thing is that uh, yeah on the index front yes the good um, demand uh, and with bloomberg being included then there could be other uh, uh, index trackers as well including government bond indian government bonds 
So all this put together uh, looks to be a good story. But what could be the biggest risks uh, in this, uh, Chirag? The biggest risk is that uh, even though, say, the global central banks uh, do cut RBI refrains from doing so, uh, uh, because the the spread, the risk spread between India and US, I think it's at its lowest uh, since what we have seen. Inflation uh, also remains one of the largest risks. Uh, so if you see that the crude oil prices are going uh, up from here or settling around, say, 90 or 100, then that could also be a risk. And, uh, of course, the the uh, it's an election year. Uh, so if there are some fiscal rollouts by the government, uh, which could disturb the fiscal balance, uh, that could also lead to um, a rise in the yields. But the probability of all such scenarios uh, uh, are much lower. I think on that front, we are on the tailwind side uh, where government is very much uh, uh, aware about uh, the softer aspects and uh, uh, hopefully they should not you know, uh, uh, be doing that. And inflation, as uh, we discussed, is well under control. We don't see it going higher from here. In fact, RBI's projection for this year is uh, at four, four and a half, uh, which means that RBI will not be very much keen to, uh, uh, you know, sway or hike rates from here uh, as uh, they will not require to do so. Sure. I think, uh, so given that, I think um, your uh, portfolio basket at this point of time, or, or what is it called, a G6 small case, is an ideal uh, investment opportunity for investors. Brought to you by uh, a very studied uh, analysis by the LGT team, led by Chirag, and um, uh, and also given that uh, government bonds with uh, has they don't have any kind of a risk uh, associated with government bonds in terms of credit risk or in a liquidity risk. So even if prices fall, investors who hold it to maturity will not lose any money government will always pay back your money at any point of time so that's there's no worry on that uh so yeah. chirag any parting comments uh for your investors and for the um, uh, on the gsec small case yes i think one very important aspect or i would say an advantage in this gsec small case is the lot size as well right uh earlier when you of course through a mutual fund you could uh you know, invest in a diversified portfolio, but as we uh, saw that it has expenses and you cannot choose, they can choose the security that you uh, like over here. It is a curated portfolio uh, and it, it remains static. So you can enjoy the uh, overall benefit of the interest rates coming down and also at lot sizes, what uh, you would prefer uh, to have. Uh, and with uh, it also available in the DMAT mode earlier where it was not, uh, it had to be uh, bought through mutual funds or any other such vehicles. Uh, with this uh, um, online band platforms and NR bonds curating this and getting the liquidity uh, where the buy and sell is also quite easy because it's liquid at any given point in time, uh, as Arjun explained. Uh, it, it makes perfect sense for investors at this point in time to lock in yields. Uh, we may not see uh, such yields of... Uh, uh, um, maybe by end the uh, end of this year, uh, uh, because uh, central banks will cut rates, and uh, to make maximum 
uh, gain out of uh, uh, the government bonds and to also make capital gains, decent capital gains, where investors could make around eight to ten percent uh, returns by just holding these bonds. Uh, I think this is the right time to go for it. Yes, absolutely. And uh, one very important um, uh, factor to note for investors, especially those who have gone through the COVID um, scene, uh, many of them uh, have seen that uh, deposit rates have come down so sharply to 4 3-4%, where uh, they couldn't earn anything from bank deposits. And uh, so now GSX investing in a GSX basket with a mix of long-term bonds uh, protects them again from this sharp fall in uh, 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 deposit rates, uh, which effectively protects them from reinvestment risk. So you might invest in deposits at higher rates, but when they mature, you might find that they could be at 4%. Uh, so this is a very important uh, factor for investors and many investors have actually, I think Chirag would agree on this, have been really worried about this kind of, a, uh, because uh, when at 4% and inflation at 6%, it's very difficult to keep pace with the expenses. Right. I think even for the long-term investors like savers or uh, retire, retirees uh, who would have a significant part of their savings invested in fixed deposits. Um, and there is a reinvestment risk, right? Like you rightly mentioned, Dr. Uh, over here, if you buy a 15-year, 10-year, 15-year bond, and we all know that, you know, in the next decade, uh, the yields may not remain where they are. We'll always see lower uh, highs uh, going forward. Uh, this becomes the best option where you have uh, uh, a fixed deposit like return paid every six months uh, for the for the time that you uh, want to select for yourself and there is no credit risk no default risk so it's it's absolutely uh, you know uh, apt for uh, someone who wants to invest for a longer period of time with having stable cash flows as well yeah thank you Chirag. and uh, it was really great for to hear your views and uh, all the and hopefully now more and more investors will start to look at government bonds which uh, has been uh, what rbi the government the regulators sebi all of them are keen because of the fact that government bonds offers a very low risk investment uh, um, investment for investors and uh, also also helps in the overall macroeconomic uh, uh, for, so that the economy itself grows, the government is able to uh, maintain its budget deficit and keep uh, interest rates down in the economy. All put together, uh, investors um, are benefited by investing in government bonds. And now with a small case, they can invest in a diversified uh, portfolio of bonds with very low ticket sizes as well. So you really don't need to have very large sums of money to invest in this basket. Thank you very much, Achira. Thanks. Thank look you, forward Arjun. to having Thank you, you more on the show.